Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm uh, Ty Turley. Yeah. Happy to be here today talking about uh, another Turley movie vault classic, Clear and Present Danger. Classic. It is. It is what? It is classic. (laughs) Just like this podcast. There you go. Uh, But before we talk too much about that movie, let's give our pick for favorite cartel related film. Uh, It was a pretty clear choice in my mind. It has to be Sicario. I knew you were going to say Sicario. I knew it. All right, Ty. I mean, of course. What's the uh, what's the other cartel movie that you're going to recommend or pick? I, I mean, of course, Sicario is great. Hard to argue with, you might say. But did you consider Peppermint? Oh my gosh, that movie's so bad. <laughs> uh, okay, did you consider The Mule? Oh yeah, a ninety year old drug running Clint Eastwood. Classic. Not no, those aren't classic. They're all right though. No, Peppermint is bad. The mule's all right. Anyway, Sicario is definitely the winner. I thought a little bit about Triple Frontier. I I don't know. Okay. I mean, does does The Godfather count as a cartel movie? It should. It probably should. Although I, that's more like mafia. Cartel, I if, definitely think about like South America, Mexico. I don't know. Well, read what that's interesting that you bring that up because what is the definition of a cartel? I, I guess in an economist class, we would be saying a group of people who collaborate together for mutual benefit. Yep. They coordinate and agree not to compete in order to enjoy higher profits. Uh, that could be anyone. I mean, we could have had a movie about AT&T back in the day <laughs> and and the baby bells. Anyway, all right, well, you all should watch Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> or Clear and Present Danger, if you haven't seen it, because I think this is an excellent movie. This is one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> for uh, sure. I think it does a lot of really interesting things. Um, and I guess one that stood out to me watching it this time was just that there are a lot of sort of subplots or side characters that don't interact with Harrison Ford that much, but they bring a lot of, I don't know, character and brightness to the movie. Yeah. Who are you thinking of? Uh, I guess like eventually they come into meet Harrison Ford, but like the Willem Dafoe and the, the sniper group and, um, even just like the opening scene of them discovering the boat, uh, the side, like all the cartel plot where the guy comes to America and the assistant, and you know, it's all like influencing the story and you're along with Jack Ryan as he's figuring out how it all fits together, but we get to see it. I think it does a good job with sort of laying out the story. Yeah. It tells the story with scenes, not with dialogue it tells the story by letting you have these little windows into what's going on in the different storylines. And then they all come together. It's very lean. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't tell you things. It lets you just, yeah, like you said, lets you discover them along with, with Jack Ryan. And a lot of the side scenes are some of the funnest, like 
crack, crack, I guess, cracking the password in the CIA where he's like, son's birthday, mother's month. And they're like, well, this could take forever. And as they're walking away, he's like, I got it. I love that scene. Is that bot? It doesn't bother you how unrealistic that is? No, because like the one guy's like, I got to change my pin number. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Or the sniper approaching scene is maybe one of my all time favorite scenes in a movie. I love that. It's like, yeah, it's a very funny scene. This is, sir looks like he ate lunch here. <laughs> yeah. And I know you love the line uh, of the, the paramilitary group when they're blowing up the plane, the chickens in the pot, cook it, cook it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah. I love, I love all those interactions and I love, how Willem Dafoe's character establishes that he really cares about those guys. I mean, he's just such a cool character anyway. You know, he doesn't have to prove himself to anyone. He's super tough guy, does these crazy operations. No problem. But he also really, they establish that he really cares about his guys and he's tormented by them getting cut off communications wise and, you know, goes to try to atone for his sins. And then there's that awesome scene where Jack Ryan steps in and says, it's my fault which just shows a lot about Jack Ryan's character. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. He's the going to do what's right. No matter what that boy scout, like the John Ritter character says, uh, you don't have one of these. Do you Jack? <laughs> I use that line once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I used it this week. Probably cause this was on my mind. And the, the, the grocery store clerk was a little surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> I don't know. What were your sort of impressions about this movie? Well, it has also this, I mean, it just has all these really amazing scenes that are so well executed. It has, I think what must be the most famous scene from it is the attack in the the streets while they're in the convoy of um, Suburbans. And, you know, I remember, I can still remember watching this movie for the first time when it came out. And that scene just like stays with you, blows you away. I was watching the uh, the Amazon X, what do they call it? The X ray thing where they tell you comments and oh yeah, you they said find stuff out about scenes and people. They said the CIA uses that scene to train people. Still, that's awesome. Well, and how they set it up, like you, they show the group replacing the motorcycles with like the police stickers, and it's sort of building all this tension, and then it just really comes to a head. Yeah. It's a, that's, yeah. They give you just, they give you just enough information that you need to know to figure it out. I mean, at just the right time. Well, and how it's the, it's sort of like the machinations of the cartel as well. So like that advisor is the one who organizes it without the approval of the, the Don and how he's like, no, I didn't do it. Did you do it? Like how there's this sort of, there's all these forces at work, not just kind of what you, what it seems up front. I, I feel like there's, it's just more subtle. Yeah. And I mean, those, it's always surprising. Like when uh, Jack Ryan shows up at the main guy, the cartel leader's house and wants to talk to him and just, you know, knocks on his door. That's a very surprising thing, but then story-wise, it works out. It makes sense. He has the evidence in the on the tape recorder, and you know has something that the cartel leader wants. 
So it makes a trade and it, it's yeah, it's just always very believable, but also very compelling. And I think, I don't know, Harrison Ford is just really a good fit in this role. I think he, I don't know, maybe it's just the right time in his life or he's sort of figured things out, but I think he just fits really well as this person. Like I, you, I trust his earnestness. What do you mean? It's the right time of his life. He's figured things out. Are you referencing something in his life where he didn't have things figured out? I don't know. I just think this might be my favorite Harrison Ford role more than Indiana Jones, more than Han Solo. Yeah, that's funny. He's a good fit. Did you have you have you watched Patriots Day lately? Patriots Day. Wait, isn't that the one? Yeah, Patriots Day. The other Harrison Ford, Jack Ryan movie. I have seen it, but it's probably been a while. That's weird that I I really like this movie, but don't pay much attention to that other one. No, it's not as good. It's not near. I watched it a couple weeks ago. It's not very good at all. Well, I mean, no, it's, I mean, it's average. It's just average. The story isn't as interesting. I mean, I think the story in Clear and Present Danger is high stakes. It really seems like it matters a lot. And in, in, in Patriots, is it Patriots game? Patriot games. Patriot games. Okay. Sorry. Not Patriots say that's, that's a Mark Wahlberg movie. The Mark Wahlberg movie. (laughs) Yeah. No, uh, Patriot games. So yeah, it's just, it, this, the crisis seems less scary. It's not like a, doesn't involve the president of the United States. It's kind of lower stakes. So I think that makes a big difference in, in Patriots in, sorry, in clear and present danger. And that feels like, you know, the, it makes sense in the context of there really was a war on drugs and these people really are killing agents of the U S and each other. And I, I think it comes out of a, a sort of distrust for the CIA and, you know, political motivations after like Iran Contra and all that, that stuff. Like, yeah, they would be lying to the government about paramilitary operations and it is more politically motivated than people want to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the also very satisfying ending when the president is telling him, no, you're going to, you're going to hold this chip and cash it in later. And you can just see the temptation. You can understand why someone would do that, but it's very satisfying when Jack Ryan says, nah, I don't dance. <laughs> we need, we need more of that right now. Don't we? No, there's a lot of dancing going on right now. <laughs> we need more. No, that's what I mean. We need more people who don't dance. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. I, do you read the Tom Clancy books? I tried. Cause that Jack Ryan series was coming out on Amazon. Uh, and so I read the first two and I think one of them was Patriot games, but, and hunt for Red October. I, I read those two, uh, but then the Amazon series didn't follow either of those storylines. And I was pretty upset and then didn't really like the Amazon series. So I stopped. Oh, you didn't like the, what's the one with John Krasinski? Yeah. No, I mean, it's not as good for sure. Well, I mean, they did. Did you watch? Did you watch it? They've had a second season now, even. Yeah, I watched both seasons. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's fine. It's okay. It's, I'd say it's above average, but it's not clear and present danger. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, John Krasinski is too, too smug. I mean, that's the reason I like Harrison Ford is because he's, he's so kind of, I was going to say goofy or not goofy is the wrong word, but 
ashuxy and it's an earnestness definitely well do you i mean it is amazing that they've now had five actors play this role right like uh alec baldwin harrison ford ben affleck chris pine and john krasinski they're they just seem wildly different. So it's, it's interesting that they just can interpret this character however they want. Yeah. I mean, don't you think it speaks to some national psyche thing? I mean, I don't know. It's like you, you compare it to James Bond and what does it say about Americans that, or, or what is our version of James Bond? Is it, is it Harrison Ford? Ah, shucks, like kind of apologetic or, you know, he's constantly doing these little looks that are kind of like, whoa, I'm, I'm in over my head or I don't know what's going on. <laughs> or is it more, I don't know, like Alec Baldwin's a pretty cool customer. Definitely more slick. Yeah. Which one is a truer statement about America in our, in our psyche? Yeah, I feel like the, I mean, the character in general is more of like a idealism, right? Like the best political or not political um, government servant, like always trying to do the right thing. Altruistic. It seems very idealistic to me. Yeah. It's idealistic. It's also very, I would say humble in the sense he never wants attention or he's never self promoting. Yeah. I think John Krasinski has too much of that feeling of, of like, he thinks he might be smarter than you. Yeah. Sort of. He's John, like, he's, John, he's, he's in on the joke or he's like aware. Yeah. Of stuff. Jack Ryan. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's it. Go. That's fine. Jack Ryan is the smartest one in the room probably, but he doesn't think he is, or he doesn't ever want to focus on that. Uh, I don't I don't really remember the Chris Pine or Ben Affleck ones. I think they were bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I saw him, but yeah, just no, no impression. I, I don't know. Are there things that in I in back into clear and present danger? Are there things that don't work for you, or is there stuff you'd change if you were trying to do this again? Oh, I mean, I do think it's a great movie, so it's hard to say that really. But I, I think watching it this time, his wife is kind of a not a very dynamic character. She could be more. She's just this kind of prop in the background. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, she she interacts with the assistant, but not not any of the real drama is is involving her. I don't know why. Yeah. Didn't, why didn't they make more movies I I, with Harrison Ford? Oh, I don't know. Like, did this one not was it not successful in the box office? I don't. I don't have any idea. Actually, huh. I feel like there was a big gap after this one. Definitely. Yeah. Did probably ten years between this yeah. and some of all fears. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to do it anymore. Who knows? I felt like, um, how does the the evil guy in the cartel, the the intelligence guy, how does he end up dying? It's the the guy in the helicopter shoots him, right? Yeah, he's like he's popping up on the roof, shooting a little hand automatic gun, and from the helicopter they shoot him. I feel like if you made this movie now, you'd have to have Jack Ryan kill him. You'd have to have the main protagonist kill the main antagonist. Uh, I think that's Don't true. Think? I do. I think they, people want, and there'd be like a, it'd be like a hand to hand combat fight. It'd be like more intense. 
<laughs> maybe they maybe they get away with not having Jack Ryan kill him just because his character is not supposed to be good at fighting or you know he kind of fumbles his way through any fight that he has to do. Well, yeah, and like his natural instinct is not to kill somebody. It's more of like a last resort type of thing. Yeah. Is is Harrison Ford or is Jack Ryan in these films? He's former military, isn't he? Cuz they they make a big deal about how his, his military service in the John Krasinski TV series. Yeah, I think he's supposed to have like gotten injured in a helicopter crash after being in the military. And then he teaches at the military academy in Annapolis, Naval Academy. Yeah. But as a civilian, right? I think so. Until he joins the CIA. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't mind that he didn't kill him, but I think or I I think maybe I've been conditioned by current movies to think that he should have killed him. Um, okay. Uh, any, all right. Any other thoughts for, for this movie or should we give a ranking? Um, no, I don't know. I, uh, I really like the, the interact. I've mean, already said this, but I guess, but the, the interaction with the president at the end, when he's like, don't bark at me like a junkyard dog. I love that part too. <laughs> and, uh, I love the scene with the helicopter where he's like, Oh, I just want to test drive it. Okay. <laughs> Two million dollars. <laughs> and then he's like, do you take a company check? It's all these just super cool lines, man. Uh, yeah. Such good dialogue. <laughs> well, I think that like, you, you we haven't talked much about the president, but I, I think he is sort of that political wheeler and dealer. But the line where he's like, well, let's go get the money. Like, <laughs> let's take it. It's our money. <laughs> And just how he's so inauthentic, you know, in the office when Jack Ryan comes in and the photographer's there and he just has this persona put on. It's so good. It's he's being he's totally being fake. But that's the role he's playing, you know, as a president with a camera yeah. watching. Actually, even without a camera, you know, I think president I think he showed really well how presidents can be just very fake. And, you know, the truth is he's he ordered an illegal war, but he's walking around smiling like everyone's friends and well like all of his counselors want him to deny ever being friends or knowing the guy that gets murdered at the beginning we don't even we don't even see that person but harrison ford's like uh no don't say we were good friends say we were great friends and then he uses that line Mm -hmm. and harrison's like i told him to say that i thought that was a good scene that's pretty funny yeah it's just a lot of really good kind of like what you started with this whole thing saying just really good caricatures or portraits of people. Yeah. I think all the supporting people fit well in their role, do a good job. I just think the cast is great. Yeah. That, that cartel intelligence officer, he's somewhat famous, right? He's done a lot of films now. Yeah. I think I see him every once in a while. All right, Ty, what are you rating this out of five? I give it a five. Of course. People are going to start knowing we only do throwback movies that we like because uh, I'm also <laughs> going to give this a five. <laughs> well, I guess good. if they're just listening to find out our ranking, they can skip a few. But yeah. Uh, all right. Then what else do you have to recommend that you've been watching, reading or listening to lately? Well, <laughs> um, what have I, what? Well, I'm sorry to surprise you with a question you could have never expected. Come on. 
I, you know, we watched The Rental. Have you watched that? I haven't. You told me about it, but I'm still trying to get over the idea of paying for movies at home the first time I watch them. Like, I'm happy to stream stuff. I'm happy to go to movie theaters. But that idea of, like, renting a new movie in my house is weird to me still. Yeah. Well, it's it's such an infuriating movie. And so I'm so mad it got made. It's just the whole... By the, I mean, it's a mystery kind of horror-y film. It's definitely a horror film. Like, you see axes go into heads. But um, but the the twist at the end is so lame. And uh, it's just, I can't believe it got made. And yet it gets made because, you know. It's Dave Franco, right? Yeah. You just, you got to be a movie star, have a couple of hits, and then you can make any garbage you want. Unchecked. Look at Look at The Rock. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what I've been watching lately. Saw that in a theater though. I didn't rent it at home. Wild. Yeah. Uh for me, I read the book uh The Secret Lives of Colors and just like okay. Yeah, just the story of how different colors and pigments developed in history. I thought it was pretty interesting. They just broke it down, went through like 70 colors and how people figured out how to use them and the source of them and their sort of social political impact. That sounds interesting. Don't patronize me, Ty. It's fine. <laughs> no, it, it does. <laughs> it does sound interesting. <laughs> did it show you in the book samples of the colors? Yeah, it did. Uh, every, That's good. Every color. That seems essential. It was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> I thought this was a That's, safe space. I didn't. I'm serious. Why? You, I don't know why you think I'm making fun of you. I love colors. I took color theory in college. Okay. Well, you might know some of the some of it then already. Maybe. Uh, Probably not. It sounds interesting. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I am Reed Turley. Uh, and I'm Ty Turley. Glad we're still making these. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Four months in. All right. Bye. Bye.